Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. If reactions to very real privacy concerns remove our one way to track downloads, it'll wreck the podcast advertising industry. But what about everyday podcasters who don't rely on impression-based ad sales? Today's episode is brought to you by the Advancing Podcasting Community at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Because why would I do anything normal? It's a special community just for listeners and readers of Podcast Pontifications. And it's populated by like-minded, working podcasters just like you who also want to make podcasting better. You're already listening to the show. So why not extend the conversation and your influence on the future of podcasting? Join us today at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. We need to talk about IP addresses, but don't worry, this is not a technical conversation. You're a podcaster, not a developer. Or maybe you're both, I don't really know, but for right now, I'm talking to you as a podcaster. So as long as you can spell IP, this episode is for you. Let me explain just for a second. I got an analogy. I got an analogy to explain what an IP address is. Think of an IP address as if it was a blind dog whose job is to bark every time a new visitor comes into the shop. I know that's kind of weird, but a blind dog that barks when new people come into the shop is the best way I can think of to describe IP addresses. Now, this dog sits by the door, and he can hear people come in. He knows when the door is open. He can hear the footsteps around him, but he can't actually see the people. That dog is using smell, and when he recognizes a new smell of a new person, he barks. Now, some people smell alike. Maybe they're in the same family. So he wouldn't know to bark, even though three or four come in, smelling exactly the same. Or maybe they all rode together on a giant tour bus for hours on end, and they all smell the same. He, again, he's only going to bark once when he hears that smell. So he hears that smell when he smells those people. Now, of course, the blind counting dog gets this wrong a lot, but at least directionally, it's right. Now, losing IP address in this same, stick with the metaphor for a minute, would be like all of those people suddenly having no scent. That dog can still hear people when they come into the shop, but now has no way to discern whether they're going in or they're going out or the same family or they're from the same bus. So all I can do is bark every time he hears a footstep go past him, and he's going to bark a lot more than he used to because he can no longer discern the differences between these people. Losing IP address in podcasting is kind of the same thing. Your podcast media hosting company will still continue to count 
traffic, downloads, if you will. They'll even know which app made the request for your episode file, whether that's a listening app itself or a browser, maybe email, whatever. But your hosting company isn't going to know what not to count or what accesses they should group together as one thing because they've lost the IP address. We've lost that scent for our barking counting dog. Now, naturally, the entire podcast ad industry is rather nervous about this very real possibility of us losing IP addresses. The IP, the, the only way we have to measure right now, which is the IAB, the Internet Advertising Bureau's podcasting standard, that requires IP addresses to fingerprint, even though I shouldn't use the word fingerprint because it's not that identifying, but nonetheless, they reuse that IP address to filter out repeated visits, visits from the same household, all sorts of things, so they can get a much more accurate number of downloads. And the IP address is critical for doing that. Just like our blind counting dog above, they get this wrong a lot, but at least it's directionally right. So we know how our podcast is growing, how it's comparing to other shows in the industry. Okay, leaving the metaphor aside for now, in Sounds Profitable, the podcast ad tech newsletter, last week, Brian posted an article called uh, Who Wins When IP Addresses Disappear? And it paints a very dire picture. What's going to happen to the podcast ad industry? And I highly recommend that you read it. It will, of course, be linked in the show notes. But what about podcasters, perhaps like you, who do not sell ads on a per-impression basis? That's the vast majority. I mean, the vast majority of podcasters, by the way. It's even me. Well, we're also reliant on IP addresses to give us those download numbers. But we don't sell those download numbers. Remember that. Those download numbers we use are great, but remember, if IP addresses are now suddenly lose their scent or genericized, we're not going to have a standard way of figuring out how many people are listening or perhaps just downloading our podcast episodes. So what happens? What happens when you and me have no idea how many people are downloading your show or my show? Well, honestly, I don't really think all that much changes. Now, beyond the strum and drong, of, which, by the way, is going to be extremely bad, I think podcasting will survive this. Hobbyists don't really care about accurate downloads. They just want to know if someone on the other end is listening and ideally if those numbers are going up. And remember, the, hosts will, the hosting providers will still be able to provide counts of activity. Just much less precise than they are today, which is already not very precise. And then the influencers, podcasters who use their podcast as an influencer platform, I think they'll adapt really quickly. Influencers are fantastic at spinning disparate follower numbers and likes and other sorts of engagement to roll that up into an audience, a size of an audience. And they can even rely on their other properties to show evidence of their efficacy of what's happening on their podcast through the brands they work with. They'll be fine. Business podcasters, sure, they want people to listen to their podcast, but they care much more about how the podcast impacts their bottom line. So assuming they're tracking things that really matter to them, like meetings scheduled or other business outcomes that their podcast is set up to drive, 
they'll be fine. And you know what? I'm pretty confident that podcast advertising will survive this too. If I learned one thing in my 20-ish years of running digital advertising agencies and leading marketing teams, it's that the ad tech industry is extremely resilient. There's already talk of something called PETs, privacy enabling, no, privacy enhancing technologies that will, amongst other things, allow for even more accurate tabulation of podcast accesses, but without, or so the theory goes, the leaky privacy issues that come native to IP addresses. And also keep this in mind. The biggest podcast advertisers are still direct response advertisers. Those are proven effective only when someone uses coupon code or discount code at checkout. Those advertisers pay for ads on a CPM model, yes, but they're tracking on an ROAS, return on ad spend, or ROI, return on investment. That's how they're tracking. Ad volume and impressions are just outputs, not business outcomes. So I'm confident they'll also be able to adapt. Now let me be clear. If we lose IP addresses, or if they become less reliable which is increasingly likely and on a long enough time scale, inevitable. It'll cause massive upheaval. Livelihoods will be seriously impacted with many ruined. Lots of businesses' models will go belly up. And yes, that includes some in podcasting. But after that happens, I believe podcasting will be fine and will survive. Now, one thing that might offset the impact is this concept of value for value. It's stupidly early in the process right now, but it's directionally interesting. Apps like Podfriend, Fountain, Podverse, and many more are in fact seeing increased revenues flowing from creators to listeners, excuse me, other way around, to creators from listeners, listeners who derive value from their work. Again, it's stupidly early and it's so complicated right now, but I'm paying attention to it. You probably should as well. So if you got a sigh of relief out of this episode, hit the boost button if, in fact, you are using a value-for-value-enabled podcast listening app. And if you're not using one, well, you can always hit up buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and buy me a virtual coffee. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. 
Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.